0: Slice audio. So, what whiskey related shenanigans have you had over the past week?
1: I've been drinking a fair amount of it. But well, you said that's... you were
0: cutting back. Did I say that? Well, you did.
1: You said, Time to hit the gym and cut back on my drinking. I don't think those are <laughs> words that are coming out of my mouth. <laughs>
0: everybody there it is. it's <laughs> <laughs> gonna hope to catch you off guard i did not catch you off guard
1: no i saw it coming
0: rob and mark and whiskey at work today yeah we're getting earlier and earlier in the day now doing these did you I realize know.
1: that yeah it's a good thing i couldn't take any more well it's it's 90
0: 96 degrees currently it's because we've got a little bit of cloud cover right now. Today is just stupid hot. So it's a good day to not get much work done and sit and drink. I feel, right? Yeah. Is that how you feel? It's
1: you got the I'd, same I'd thing? I'd rather be sitting out on the deck with a cocktail. At
0: 96 degrees, though, you can go sit outside on a day like this? Well, according Gross. to you, it's
1: a lot cooler in the shade. So it, it is. way go to it's the, way cool, cooler in the cooler shade of the but side ugh, of the house.
0: I'd rather have it be where the, after the sun has finally set and you get that 7 to 9 degree temperature drop. Then that's about perfect when you're sitting outside,
1: right? It's time for bed.
0: Uh <laughs> we are drinking, and we're gonna get to this here coming up, uh Epic. Not E I P not E P I C.
1: E. P. O. C. H. E.
0: P. O. C. H.
1: This is the second installment of the Chase Adams bourbon that he brought back, right? Which is still the, not a bourbon.
0: <laughs> the bourbon. Does he not understand? Did we did we did you talk
1: with him to explain what a bourbon is? Well, so he's he's been out here for the last few weeks right so Mm -hmm. and then he had to drive to sioux falls and then drive to missouri and then drive to lubbock and back and he was bored one day and i said well you know you could listen to the whiskey at work podcast on your in your travels and he goes well i listened to the last one when i saw him over the weekend and i go you better listen to the one that was one or two before that because we make fun of you a little (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> I don't know if that's how you get people listen to our podcast, though. Well, Tell them you know, we're making you know, fun of
1: him. He, you know, he's kind of, he, you know, he's a little narcissistic. He, okay. You know, he wants to hear his name on the radio once in a
0: while. <laughs> well, good for him. I hope he listened to it. Because, uh, well, I don't know if he has Because honestly, Chase, you don't know what bourbon is. Okay? Yes. <laughs> hey, gotta
1: love of Pete, it says it right on the label. Right. Case.
0: Right. This is, this is not bourbon. This is Maryland straight rye whiskey right here. And the other one was, uh, was uh, the Single Malt. The Single
1: Malt. Yeah. From so, Virginia. Right. So strike two. <laughs> maybe, though. Maybe if he listens. He's one of those guys that likes that tar-flavored stuff like Gabe, though.
0: Oh, okay. So maybe Man. he's not the guy to be buying us bottles of stuff on this week.
1: Well, you know, I think he's trying to be nice. And I he, get it. No, I appreciate it. He, he liked this a lot.
0: Okay. Well, we'll get to that. You already had a taste? Yeah. Okay, let's let it sit for a minute. While well, we get through the hot news of the whiskey world. The hot Red news. news. Yeah.
1: You said we were going to talk about stuff that the stuff that I like <sighs> today. No, I lied. Oh. I 100% <laughs> lied. This is all
0: stuff that's super interesting to me and that I know is going to get totally under your skin. Okay? Oh, great. So, are you ready for this? Have you ever oh, heard of the Christ Have you ever heard of the actor Matthew
1: Lillard? Yeah, wasn't he the Wasn't he the dude in Scream?
0: He was in Scooby-Doo. Yeah. Good girls. Yeah. I think he wasn't was Scream 2 that He was, was
1: one of the killers in Scream. I think so. Yeah. Now that you mentioned that. It's making me feel kind of woozy over here. <laughs> He's, My uh, mom and dad are going to be so pissed. That guy? I think. Yeah.
0: I think, yeah. He's teamed up with two buddies. And he was shaggy. Screenwriter Justin Ware and Blue Run Spirits co founder Tim uh, Sparapani. Now, Blue Run, you know, was just purchased by Molson Coors. So. It's still Coors course so <laughs> anyway that was from last week's episode
1: right now pay, pay attention people yeah, we are moving through on. these
0: fast um, so these three guys okay matthew lillard um, justin ware and tim sparapani launching a brand new whiskey that is called quests end why is this important why is this cool why to is, me why is
1: the name important well because oh, it's probably based on some stupid game that you've been playing.
0: It's a D&D-themed series of 16 yeah. collectible versions of blended bourbon whiskeys. The bourbon special <laughs> bottles will <laughs> be accompanied people, by...
1: you. <laughs> this man's so smile couldn't be any bigger. I mean, I about can't see the corners of his mouth because they're tucked behind the earphones that he's wearing.
0: Oh, my God. Bourbon special bottles will be accompanied by chapters of a new D&D-inspired saga written by Kate Welch who's a veteran dungeon master and game designer it's gonna there's gonna be 16 versions they're all it's gonna turn into a DD
1: game with this bourbon when are you getting all of these
0: I don't know why I always talk about these I get super excited and then we don't we can't get them out here because they're only in like three states somewhere around Kentucky it sounds like you have a mission I do but 16 16 collectible versions. Maybe Okay, so maybe it's, you don't have to, I don't think you have to have all 16 bottles. There'll be 16 collectible, but the bottle will feature the chapters of the new game,
1: right? I think. I don't know. I've never played D&D. I, that's You've never played D&D? No.
0: Rob, you want to do it right now? No. I think, well, Leslie's not here. She would be our dungeon master, and she could totally do it. And I got like three other people here in the building that'd be
1: all in. I'm surprised you guys don't do this on a random Saturday morning and all get together and
0: you know, it's not a Saturday morning thing. It's a brunch thing. It's
1: a brunch game. You do D and D over brunch. Don't generally. you start brunch in the morning? some
0: well, I don't know. Depends on what time you get up on the weekend. Brunch can go. You can start it at one, and you're fine, right? It's a great nighttime game to play, though, too. But it goes. It can go on for weeks in some instances.
1: Oh, I've heard stories, and that's so that's my, the best. My my wife pl- had a group that she played with. She played D and D. Well, I, I don't know. Oh, Becky, you get yeah, so much cooler I, I, in my eyes. I, I think so. <laughs> and then you know, it was one of them deals that they played every Sunday night or whatever. And then one of their characters got killed, and it was <gasps> devastating. It is devastating
0: because you invest so much time in them.
1: And no thanks. They they're
0: they're just they're an extension of you. They're that's, an extension of your personality. That's nerd level twelve. For it me. isn't. I could just imagine your character, just super bitter, always, <laughs> always mad about. Well, we got to walk over to
1: there, sort of that's, a deal, that's right? Not a character. That's <laughs> that's just who I am. That's just living. Huh? <laughs> that's just me in a nutshell, right All there. All right,
0: quests end. I've got to find it when it's uh, when it's finally available. Now, have you heard of you've heard of James B Beam Distilling Company? I'm sure. Yeah. Um, they have an eighth generation master distiller. We've talked about Freddie Noah before. I've, I've never heard of this, but I am fascinated by this new um, they have what's called the little book whiskey series.
1: Yeah now that's some of the bookers is a little book. Right? I think so
0: yeah. yes. Um, and this latest one is called in retrospect. This thing is a blend of seven cask strength whiskies. six components from the series previous chapter and one brand new liquid, hence the name in retrospect. All this is is an infinity, infinity bottle, bottle of whiskey, right? That's what it sounds like. Here's the breakdown. 18-year-old Kentucky bourbon, a 17-year-old Kentucky bourbon.
1: A 16-year-old Kentucky a bourbon.
0: A 10-year-old Kentucky bourbon. Oh, I'm sorry, Kentucky rye. Nine-year-old Kentucky bourbon, five-year-old malt whiskey finished in Applewood smoked barrels. A four-year-old Kentucky bourbon and a four-year-old Kentucky rye.
1: That sounds interesting.
0: But it doesn't sound good. Well, I don't know. You can mix it. mean. <laughs> now hold up. We've we found some we found some good beam products. I not I, the last booker we had, yeah, not that but, one, well, that but
1: Booker was uh, I'm sorry. I don't get it. To all you people that like bookers, um more power to you. Your your bottle is safe from me. <laughs> um I did see something like scrolling through my newsfeed and it, it was the whiskey that you should drink based on your uh, Zodiac sign. Yeah,
0: well, remember, we talked about this.
1: Did we? Yeah, we did. mine was Beam. Right. Yeah. Yeah,
0: Yeah, yours was Jim Beam. (laughs) Did
1: that That shock you a little bit? Well, it makes me even more mad now.
0: (laughs) But you can't, you know, we've had that, we've we've drank Jim, obviously, and of course, Jim and... I
1: used to drink a lot of Jim just because it was cheaper than Jack.
0: Right. And Jim and Jack are the two icons in the United States. Jack obviously has, you know, has always had a big lead over Jim, but Jim's always been A a very, very consistent, well produced whiskey. It just so happens that.
1: It's just not my bag. Right. Although they make. I mean, the Basil Hayden stuff is a. Basil Hayden is pretty pretty good. good.
0: And certain Bookers are good, but I don't know enough about them. I've had two pours of Booker in my life one I loved, one I didn't.
1: Well, I had a bottle of Bookers that I was kind of recommended from somebody, and that's why I bought it. And I just, even then, it wasn't. It wasn't my jam, and then trying that one again the mm-hmm. other night, it's kind of the same, same yeah. deal.
0: Yeah. Well, I would like to. I would like to give it a try again, though. Um, it's been at least since I've had just regular Jim Beam, five years.
1: Oh, I bet it's for me. It's been yeah. more than that.
0: Well, no. Remember, we had the Devil's Cut. Yeah. The Jim Beam Devil's Cut. But um, I haven't had the white label. No, the, and, the regular and, white label. Yeah, for you, probably I, I much bet, longer.
1: I bet I haven't had it since my. First house, which was almost twenty years ago. Jeepers! Okay. Yeah. Well, we should get a bottle of that then. Give it a try now. No. Well, <laughs> should we? Here, I did my my mother in law. They my mom my mother in law and father in law make their own hooch on occasion. What? Like what kind? What do they do? Well, it, it's it's basically it's just melted sugar and Everclear. <laughs>
0: Sounds great. (laughs) It is. It is. actually,
1: And then a little bit of flavoring. So they'll put some butterscotch flavoring or almond or or anise flavoring in it. And uh, so when they moved to Arizona, they gave me all of their leftover bottles of booze. And there was a 175 of Jim Beam. And I'm like sitting at home one night. and At the time, I didn't have a bunch of them sitting on my shelf. So I went to open it and poured a big glass and threw it on ice and took a sip and went, this ain't bean. <laughs> so that's what it's labeled as now on. The, <laughs> this ain't bean
0: <laughs> That's a great name though for. Did they name any of their hooch? Did they give it names?
1: They call it white lightning, I think.
0: Well, that's been around forever. They should they should be creative with it and come up with some of their own unique names for it. They they make
1: well, I so I took the recipe. They make it with that black licorice flavor and I can't do it. Well, no,
0: no thanks. But Even I I flavor. did
1: it and uh and added some almond and butterscotch, just a couple drops of flavoring to it, and it, it tastes quite a little bit like Tuaca. Oh, sure. You know, yeah, the Italian. I think it's yep. Italian liqueur.
0: To me, to me, that's as a very bubblegum type flavor. Tuaca does. It's, it tastes, it's, yeah, you know, the original.
1: But you know, on a cold winter's evening, in a glass of ice, it goes down pretty swell. <laughs> <laughs> anyway,
0: uh, okay. Speaking of flavors.
1: Okay, here
0: is my favorite story. And I
1: Who's coming out with a banana flavored whiskey now? God,
0: I wish. I want I want to I just want to get your uh, I want to get your um I want you to admit something on this podcast, okay?
1: <laughs> this is what I want you to do. I do think you're No. So <laughs> now. Can
0: you admit let me just give you a statistic here, okay?
1: Statistic. I am attracted okay. to men with their hats on backwards. <laughs> are you? That's good. No, that's Amy. Um, she doesn't listen to this. We're going to let the secret out. <laughs> she's gonna All she's going to see for the rest of her life is people walking around with her hats yeah, on Yeah, we backwards. have
0: a woman that works up here that when you put your hat on backwards, she gets the vapors. I mean, she gets, <laughs> and it doesn't matter who you are. She just, her, uh, her big attraction is guys that wear their hats backwards. She just loves it. And if you just wear it around her, she will get her face will turn red. She'll get totally flushed. She'll get flabbergasted, where she can't hardly speak to you. It's the weirdest thing I've ever seen. The funniest thing I've ever oh seen my. for sure. It's just fun to witness. So we're we've set it up so one of these days here we're all going to come in with our hats on yeah, backwards. They,
1: they, you never <laughs> should have let me know that this was I know. A thing. <laughs> okay, back back to uh, all right. Back to admit this. something. I'm on it. Yes.
0: Now this particular type of whiskey. Accounts for twenty three percent of the total whiskey sales in the United States. Okay,
1: that's a pretty fair number. A quarter or is that a brand name or no, style of whiskey? A
0: quarter of all whiskey sold in the United States, Rob, is flavored whiskey. Okay, okay, that's a considerable number.
1: Well, I don't know. right. Have you've seen the voting public? I mean, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> holy shit! Half of them are dumb.
0: No, no. We're not going to insult whiskey drinkers on a whiskey podcast. No, I was
1: talking about voters. Oh, okay.
0: Yeah. Well, this is... Uh, this is. <laughs> I think half of them are dumb and you think the other half are dumb. That's how this is going to go. Uh, here's why I'm bringing this up. Um, although you are not a fan of flavored whiskeys, that has no. been well documented. <laughs> I
1: you will ha- admit that as well.
0: You have to admit that it does appeal to a much larger segment of the drinking public than even you might like to admit.
1: Right. I'm not saying that people don't like it. I'm saying I don't
0: like okay. it. There is a new limited edition. Oh, good Lord. 23 year old super premium whiskey that just hit the stores this June. It's encased in a bespoke golden bottle within a collector's box. Golden as in the golden delicious apples in which <laughs> crown royal golden apple is flavored. Apple flavored blend of whiskeys matured for more than 2 decades $250 a bottle for a flavored whiskey. How do we get a bottle? You don't. <laughs> Come
1: on. Why in the world would you want that? Crown Royal Golden Apple. The first, I will admit, limited that the Crown edition Crown Apple is Okay. (laughs) I'm that being said, I'm probably never buying another bottle of that ever unless somebody's coming over. But aren't
0: you curious about this? Wouldn't you love to try this?
1: I might try it. But I'm not jonesing (laughs) to go get a snort of it. No,
0: this you would have to think that this is we're going to have to text some people that we know to see. If this is available around here, um, Crown is huge in our Certainly. neighborhood, so I would have to it's
1: think. Another thing I don't understand but that right.
0: this would be. Well, we're we're very you know we're agriculture based. We're 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 kind of a we're kind of a cowboy cowboy part of the country still, and well, that's big I, with cowboys.
1: I I get it. I just don't understand why they like it so much.
0: That is a good question,
1: stereotypically speaking.
0: Well. And it's from Canada, so that's my that's, argument. That's that's always not been the that interesting. Canadians
1: are very sweet people, right? I mean, no, I'm I don't saying, know a but, lot of them, but I've heard that the stories that they're very nice. And but their whiskey is for crap. I I don't know. We,
0: the the Wiser's eighteen is good. The Caribou Crossing yeah, is good. But it's
1: nee yes, they're good. But neither one are still going to be ones that I go to. I got a bottle of Caribou Crossing at home just because I thought the. You thing, like the deer thing, on I'm, it. I like the caribou <laughs> on top. But huh. I, I, you know, it's still in a bag. I, I don't think I've touched it since I first cracked it. I bet I haven't.
0: I want to try this so bad, so bad that I don't know what I have to do to get a bottle. Well, is, I'm, it, I'm, is it in stores? I'm, it now? said it came
1: out June. You should check Sturgis. I wonder if Travis has one in the case.
0: I will. When I go home tonight, I'm going to swing by and see if it's in there. That's a good idea.
1: They are very loud next door. I can hear them through <laughs> their
0: headphones. Look, we're all creating in here. All right, everybody's yeah, but, doing some but stuff. Some of
1: them are creating loudly. <laughs> <laughs> okay,
0: I want. Uh, I want. Well, I want to first go. I want to first go down to Windsor and see if they might. <laughs> they might have it available there, um, because if it's around, I uh, you know, Justin would be just. Um, just psycho enough, I think, to make sure he had a bottle of that in the store for people to try, in the bar to try.
1: Uh, well, it would make sense for him to have it.
0: And uh, I will also want to, uh, I want to break some news here. Um, somebody, you are
1: leaving Whiskey at Work.
0: I am not. Oh. This whole thing would collapse. I am. Uh, I thought
1: we were going to talk about things that I like.
0: <laughs> Good one, Rob Henry. why
1: so I'm um, here, folks. Comedy relief.
0: No, Mark Tucker told me at the Jack Tasting that, you know what? He actually kind of likes flavored whiskey
1: so take uh, that rob you're the only take one i really make fun that. of for drinking flavored whiskey yeah. plus Mark's bigger than me he played football in college right. i'm not gonna but he's also he's
0: also a well-established whiskey aficionado and if people like that can tell me that they enjoy it then i feel justified
1: okay <laughs> you do whatever okay. you gotta do to feel justified there's you know now that there's a decent chance we're never getting that bloody cork back out oh of that's
0: there. right this is broke Oh no! It's you're fine. Am I?
1: <laughs> you're good. Okay, you didn't we have are. To throw it at
0: we, me. we started the uh, we started this episode talking about what we're drinking here on the podcast this afternoon, and
1: this is called. This is the one that came from Chase. It doesn't work if you don't take your microphone with you.
0: I know mine, mine doesn't. I have to stay in front of it. You get to move about freely. This is from Baltimore Spirits, Epic Pot Stilled Small Batch Maryland Straight Rye Whiskey.
1: I didn't realize that Baltimore and Maryland and Pennsylvania were such a big whiskey deal in the beginning.
0: Well, like Sagamore, too, is another big one that you've seen in some of the stores, which is a Baltimore distillery. Um, I actually went there one day hoping to take a tour of it, but I think it was closed.
1: Tour, not tour. A
0: tour when we were out there. cores. Um, and, or, or. and nobody really, nobody really cared to like help. They weren't very friendly at that Sagamore. So I, I was well, like, because okay, they have whatever. to live in
1: Baltimore." Well, oh, maybe wouldn't, you wouldn't be super happy. It was in a that.
0: very industrial part of Baltimore too, so it wasn't very pretty. But that seems like where a lot of these, and I think Sagamore is kind of known for its rye whiskey. That was like its its big thing. So I don't know why we keep keep you know. Putting rye whiskey distilleries or places that specialize in that in these in these dirty areas of the cities that they're distilled in. Why do they gotta be in the well, it's probably in the it's industrial part all the time. But it's it's an it's a it's a it's a aesthetic thing too. I believe with these whiskeys to make it look. I don't know what working class maybe something like that well, possibly. Know.
1: The Jack Daniels distillery is out in the middle of nowhere.
0: I know, but it's in the middle of the woods, kind of, it's and it's beautiful. Pretty, it is pretty. So I get that.
1: Oh, is there a pretty part of Baltimore? I no, I no, there a isn't.
0: There isn't uh, you know, we as went a, as a
1: Steeler fan. I just,
0: <laughs> just picture assume. Baltimore being a dump. Uh we did, you know, like we went to the armpit and saw of DC,
1: I'm like Bleh.
0: where, you know, I went to uh oh, Chase likes it. Edgar Allan Poe's um where he's buried. And that also is just a just a just a dump. Just a it's total dump. I know, but it's a tiny, tiny, tiny little it's a graveyard, technically, because it's attached to a church. If it's if it's next to a church, it's called a graveyard. If it's not, it's a cemetery. You learned something here on the podcast. Look at didn't that. You? Yeah. So Did I'm, did it's, anybody it's else event. know that? I'm, Am I the only one that didn't? You, yeah. You could have been right up there at this point because it's one of those internet things that's gone around for a while,
1: but yeah. Oh, that internet thing isn't gonna last. <laughs> it's
0: hardly a whatever. So no, it was it was very run down. I was very bummed because I'm an Edgar Allan Poe fan and I thought, well, oh, they'd Really, you know, kind of keep this nice. What's it's,
1: your favorite Edgar Allan Poe?
0: Uh diddy? you know, I I love the Fall of the House of Usher. I love uh, the Mask of the Red Death. That's probably my favorite mm-hmm. one from him, the creepiest one. Um, uh, what's the one where the guys under the floorboards? Telltale um, Heart. Telltale Heart. Yeah, love that one too. I mean, they're all, and of course, the Raven. Just, I'm I'm not a poem guy, but that one, you know, just because it's good and creepy and you know when people read it right when you have good weird strange odd people that do it ah, it can be scary it can be really good so anyway yeah
1: i mean i it's like has got it sharks he's... and <laughs> icebergs and, in it
0: and he and he died such a weird strange death too um that the whole the whole i mean the dude was just a, he was a mess from start to finish really and then he died that way and and that's what made it kind of just a tragic talented dude but yeah i mean come on baltimore he's like one of your biggest Whatever's and you guys have him buried in this dumpy little graveyard
1: well, like by the, a church. Like the graveyard, I assume in Boston that all the famous people are buried in is not exactly pristine. But
0: is it his like his like tombstone or the thing that the, the the part that he was buried under, I believe, you know, it's kinda like tilted and I think cracked in part of it too. It's like, Come on, you guys, it's Edgar Allen Poe, for God's sake. Anyway, why are we talking about this? Let's talk about this what know. we're drinking. Okay. Um, it's Epoch, E-P-O-C-H. Uh, that means, uh, if you don't know, if you're not familiar with the term, it's a period of time in history or a person's life, typically one marked by notable events or particular characteristics. That's what an Epoch is. So you can see why probably they named this, these three dudes named Ian, Max, and Eli, which... Those
1: that just fits. There, just like we need to get some guys sitting around going, I need to find two more dudes with only three <laughs> letters in their name. Right. Like, and bam, there you go. Like, who do I know that's an Eli? <laughs> or they an found
0: Ian. him. Uh, this is uh, this is Rye. It's a hundred proof. Um, you said you were you kind of looked into the mash bill of this a little bit.
1: I did. I didn't find anything specific on this. This that's why I asked you. The, I was watching one of the videos on the website, and the and the they were doing a factor fiction thing, and and in the beginning, apparently the the question was is is a Maryland rye high in corn and low in rye, and the answer is obviously false. In the beginning, it was it was almost certainly a hundred percent rye. Because it was a considered rye was considered a throwaway grain because it was part of the tobacco Mm -hmm. growing process, and corn in eastern Maryland was not readily available. Maryland, according to the Maryland style rye and the Pennsylvania style rye are fairly similar, according to the dude.
0: Well, I have seen. That's why a lot of those distillers on the East Coast do particularly lean towards rye whiskeys it's just cuz it's everywhere rye is easy to get out there where corn obviously yeah. not so much
1: as as it came on board and got more popular and distilleries started popping up i mean maryland doesn't seem like it's very far from east to west but mm-hmm. apparently uh as corn started to become more prevalent in western maryland <laughs> Couple miles so across the street, right? (laughs) Hey, hey, over there with the corn. What if we just put some of that (laughs) in here? Thirty fourth Avenue here can't do it. (laughs) Anyway, so as as that became more prevalent, they started adding corn to it, and it evened out a little more. But it's still a high rye.
0: Yeah, this I so now we've been drinking it a little bit. Had a couple of sips, kind of got acclimated to it. You and I both aren't big rye fans.
1: This one's pleasant though you it's, know what it's not super peppery which is i think what is that what i don't really what
0: i got from it and this is the best way i can describe it is now that you've taken a drink keep that keep that keep that taste in your mind right now it tastes a little christmasy there's these hints how, how, of
1: how, how does christmas taste not hold on <laughs> it's not so much easter Or 4th of July, but Christmas. There's
0: a sweetness to it that kind of offsets a little bit of that peppery taste that you would normally get with a rye. And it just for a a quick second, just a Christmas tree kind of flashed into my mind and like the peppermint kind of treats that go along with it. There's a little bit of that minty taste to it for me. Not not super strong, not overpowering, just a flash of it in here which I really I really like. I'm very intrigued by it. Because this isn't this isn't a rye.
1: I mean in, you know, in in what I've drank. In a in a typical it, right. it doesn't taste the same as most of the rye no. that we've had. I, I I would agree with that. The longer it lingers on your tongue, the spicier and more peppery it becomes. Um, but you don't get that initial pepper bite from it.
0: And I don't get a lot of lingering after it's, I swallow either, like I'd get from a lot of rye. That doesn't seem to last as long in this either.
1: I think this is fairly young. Is it a two year?
0: Uh, it could be. I didn't. I didn't see. For its, I didn't see the, the statement on here at all. Um,
1: maybe it is. I mean,
0: oh, I'm sorry. Aged for no less than three years. Three years. Okay. In fifty-three gallon charred American
1: oak barrels. So because these guys, Eli, Max, and Ian. God, Sorry. it's just like it's just like a folk band, right? It's like a folk band of yeah. You kind of think like maybe one of them's playing the washboard, right? Exactly. Some guy's spoons. on a mandolin, right? Just got a guitar made out of a out could of
0: be a shovel. And the the picture of all of them exactly fit how you would imagine these three guys on the East Coast.
1: It's amazing we don't have more friends. (laughs) No, but I'm not, you know, Ian, Max, Eli. But they started in 2015 and then moved, or founded it in 2015 and then moved distillery in in 2017, so it can't be super old. No, but it's... If they're doing the distilling themselves, which I believe they are. I can, it is,
0: this is all distilled, bottled, uh, and aged Yep, at this distillery.
1: Yeah, cuz it was Baltimore Whiskey Company and then now it's Baltimore Spirits or Baltimore something. Baltimore Spirits.
0: Um I know it's starting
1: knocking on the wall.
0: It's a it's a it's a very good whiskey. It's a very good rye. I don't I don't think if rye is your thing and you like all the fullness and boldness of normal rye, that maybe you would turn to this one, but boy if you're going to start in a rye whiskey,
1: yeah, this could is, do this worse. Is, I mean, I see what Chase likes in it. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. I brought this fine bottle of bourbon.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Chase, uh, bourbon. Okay. Bourbon has to be at least 51% <laughs> corn. All right. All
1: right. You can look that up, Chase. No,
0: thank you though for bringing it. Yeah. yeah it's it's, uh, it's a
1: nice it's a good whiskey. I like it.
0: So if you find yourself on the East Coast, uh, around Maryland,
1: go talk to Eli Max and Ian.
0: Yep. EPIC. E P O C H. It's
1: not bad. They not have bad. more vowels in their names than consonants.
0: <laughs> yeah. They do.
1: Out of the 9 four letters consonants. between them.
0: <laughs> what are you talking about their name? Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're still on that. Yeah. Ian. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god, you're right. 1 2 And one of them's an x. Three. <laughs> yeah, there's there's 4 consonants and three 5
1: vowels. 5 vowels. No, not. No. There's only nine letters. You got nine plus five plus four. Is right, but nine. I'm just
0: taking. I'm just taking the. So there's two I's that so I'm counting that as one. No,
1: that's. But it's still two and letters. two A's.
0: I know. But you have more consonants than you have vowels. Yeah, five to four, <laughs> in nine letters. <laughs> and their whiskey only has that one. That would that would be the vowel. most.
1: That would be the most terrible Wheel of Fortune category <laughs> ever.
0: Would, we're never, we're never getting a free bottle of this <laughs> from
1: anybody. What do you mean? This one's free. <laughs> That's true. We need another one. We won't be getting a second. All right, everybody. I don't know, Ian, Max, Eli, if you're listening, hook us up. It's good. Thanks so much for listening.